You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change Hi the kids, world. this is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla, and so I am so excited for what we're talking about. We get to talk about unicorns, books, and business, oh my. I think that's such a creative concept because I love talking about unicorns, magic, all that. I love reading and I love writing. And business is awesome and it ties into all of that. And our guest, her name is Sherry Fink. She's an inspirational speaker, a best-selling author, and a mermaid that loves to travel the world and tell and show others how to live their best lives. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Sherry Fink. Yay! Hi, Sherry. Hi! Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're very welcome. Excited to be here. So am I. I'm, I'm so excited for this, and I'm so excited to talk to you. So what are your superpowers? Well, let's see. I would say that ever since I was a little girl, I have like a Pied Piper effect on animals and babies oh they whatever i'm wherever i am all the animals will come over to where i'm at i'll go to dinner and people will say my cats they avoid everyone you know they're very antisocial. we won't see them tonight and then i'm eating dinner at their dinner table and the cats are both on my lap like that's been the way <laughs> i've always been <laughs> that's awesome and i don't know why but it's it's magical and then the other thing is probably Something I've, I've really honed as a grown-up is that I have, I have the ability to see the sparkle within anyone. Mm-hmm. I can see their magic, and if we talk for a few minutes, I sometimes can help them remember it. And that That's ignites awesome. a spark within them, and they say it's very inspirational, and it's just kind of caring about other people, and, and they can feel it when you really do care. Yeah. You feel like an adult version of me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is exactly me. I, I always say I'm really an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like sometimes I'm an actually like a 24-year-old, but. <laughs> That's awesome. We, we switch places every now and then. <laughs> we should. <laughs> I've had so many different animal encounters. There was one time where a cat literally crawled into our, our garage. And I was watching a show and I thought, I was hearing meowing on the show. My parents and I both walked in. My dad was holding a cat. I'm like, where, where did he come from? <laughs> and we named him Whiskey. Aww. And we're kind of allergic to cats, so he had to stay outside. But he was with us for probably about a month. <laughs> he didn't hiss at the dog. He didn't bite. He didn't scratch. I could literally pick him up, put him on my shoulders, and walk around. Yeah, that's He so wouldn't great. care. <laughs> it and like I've noticed that animals and babies do really know it's like they do you're you're gonna be nice to me aren't you they can and, tell they sense your energy it's very pure yeah. you know I'll be at a restaurant and like the stroller next to me will be like just the baby's just like and the parents <laughs> will like get uncomfortable and be like I'm so sorry I don't know why he keeps staring at you and I'm like it's okay it happens like you know? yeah <laughs> exactly and it's really cute because once again they do know but something that happens with animals 
even bugs sometimes sense it. Yes. Like my mom will save bees from the pool and she's like the bee queen now Aww. because she'll save them and they'll stay on her feet while she's on the raft. <laughs> and it's really cool. But a lot of the times people are afraid of pe- things like bees and stuff because they think they're going to sting them. But then really it's only their defense mechanism. Yep. So it's really interesting if you, if you just stay calm and, you go, I need to stay true to myself. Don't hurt the animal. Yep. It won't hurt me. It's so true. Yeah. So true. <laughs> yeah. Because they're only doing it to defend themselves. That's right. Yeah. So what inspired you to become an author? Well, you know, I actually started writing. Uh, I was telling stories before I could even physically write. I, at four years old, I was telling my mom, write this down. <laughs> I started like making little books when I was a, a small child. I mean, as soon as I could like put letters on a page, I was trying to draw things and write things. And I actually, Aww. thank you. I, I grew up in rural Virginia in a very, very tiny town. And my family worked very hard, but we didn't always have extra money for things like new toys and trips and new clothes and you know, the way that I, I kind of dealt with that was I was always in my own little whimsical world. I was always creating things. That's awesome. And I had little businesses that I made and like even my Barbies were always starting businesses. You know, it's just what I love to do is play. And then as That's a grown-up, awesome. thank you. I have a feeling we have a lot in common there. Me too. Me too. <laughs> as an adult, I was working in, in um, marketing for companies and I just you know, I had worked very, very hard and I climbed up the ladder and I was there for over 12 and a half years at different companies. And I just didn't love it. And I was really good at it. So it was hard to leave. But yeah. during that time when I was really thinking about it, I had a gift of adversity. And maybe you can relate to this because sometimes when you're kind of on your own planet, um, sometimes people don't relate to that very well and they don't handle it well. So for me, what that looked like was I was being bullied by another woman in my office and it felt terrible and I didn't know what to do. And it really, um, it really put me in a space where I had to own my power because I had worked too hard to get there to run away. At the same time, I was uncomfortable every day in a negative way. So one day I was driving to work and I was crying and I just didn't want to go. And I finally got to the point where I was like, help me. I will do anything to make the situation better. And that's when this little seed of an idea about a rose that grows up in a wheat bed and thinks that she's a weed came to me and wrote through me in the car. And I didn't know what it was at the time, but it ultimately ended up becoming my first book, The Little Rose. That is awesome. And if I had not been courageous enough to share that story, I would be talking to you today. Like ever since that book came out, it was number one on Amazon for over 60 weeks. That's wow. More than a year. That's very atypical. And that was with no marketing, no advertising. It was just word of mouth. And I feel like the world needed that message as much as I did. And when I had the courage to do that, it stimulated all these things that I remembered that I was doing as a kid. And I was like, I wonder if I could do that like for real, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> that is so cool. And you reminded me when I was younger, I made a book in I called it The Little Vampire, and I got this giant notebook 
I wanted to make a cover and stuff. And then I wrote it down, I wrote it down. I was super excited about it. Then I made the mistake. I took off the cover of the book because I wanted to make a new one. <laughs> and all the pages came flying out. Oh, no! <laughs> but it was really fun. And that story you were sharing about work, it reminded me. So I'm homeschooled now. And I was going to this, like, bilingual school and stuff. And it kind of felt like I was training to go to prison. Wow. It, they had me put, they had us put our hands behind our backs, put a bubble in our mouths to go to the bathroom, walk in a line and stuff like that. Backs up against the walls when the parents were coming to pick us up. I lasted a day and a half because <laughs> we were driving and we sat in the parking lot for probably about an hour and I started crying. I was like, I'm not going back. But we can actually talk more uh, about our stories. But we have to take a quick break. Will you please tell people where they can go to find out more about you? Sure. You can go to my website. It's www.sherryfink.com. And it's S-H-E-R-I-F-I-N-K. And my husband, Derek Taylor Kent, and I are the presidents of Whimsical World. And you can find Whimsical World at www.whimsicalworldbooks.com on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Awesome. Definitely go check that out because they are both amazing and definitely kids at heart. So we've been talking with Sherry Fink about Unicorns Books Business. Oh my. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Sherry Fink about Unicorns Books and Business Oh My. So we have we get to do funny FaceTime and I'm very excited for this because <laughs> it's it's beyond amazing. So we get to make our funniest faces in three seconds. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, to funny faces though you make one it looks hilarious but then your entire face hurts <laughs> uh, that was awesome so we were talking a little bit about like our stories as when we were younger and stuff but I remember just crying in the parking lot mm. and my parents both looked at me looked at each other and went you don't have to go back. Oh, they are rock stars. Yep. <laughs> and I remember, I think I went to like three different schools when I was younger. So it was preschool, 
kindergarten, and then it was another kindergarten, I think, or like first grade or something. But now I'm homeschooled, and I'm in fifth grade. So wow, yeah, That's so I've been, great. Yeah, it, and plus it helps me work on my business and experiencing magic. Yes, environment is so important. And it's, yeah. it's so great that you have parents who champion you and your creative gifts. Yeah. Because you can't believe what the world tells you about being different because the world wants everyone to be the same. And the yeah. same equals boring and plain and not inventive, right? Yeah. But you're in an environment that's so amazing. Like what an incredible gift they're giving to you and more importantly, to the world by, by exactly. enabling you to pursue your gifts. Exactly. And because if I was in school today, I would not have started a business when I was two. I would not be here talking to you on this interview today. I would be in school now. And and it's really amazing because, one, I get to experience so many different things. And I get to be up with my parents. And I get to talk with them more, you know, because... One of the things I really did not like about going to school is how often I was away because mm-hmm. my parents would be working and stuff. I would be in school and until like four o'clock, two o'clock. And so it's really fun being able to, I can do school on the couch. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and I have a really great relationship with my teachers. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> they raised me. <laughs> yeah, but you seriously feel like an adult me. Like, that you're going to be me when I'm an adult. Wait, Aww. I will be you when I'm an adult because I resonate with so many of the things you've said. <laughs> So, you kind of talked a little bit about what you were like as a kid. Besides writing and stuff, did you like to go outside? What were some of the other things you liked to do? Um, I loved to be artistic. Like, I loved to draw. I loved, I loved to dance, but I was very shy. So, I would never do it in front of anyone. But, but privately, I would dance a lot. Like, I loved all kinds of music, and I got real excited about it, and I, I wanted to travel. I always dreamt of being a California girl because when you grow up in Virginia, like in a tiny town, nobody leaves. And so for me, like to be like, I want to live in California. They'd be like, why do you want to live on the moon? You know, <laughs> they don't understand. You know? <laughs> but I, I achieved that goal. And I always wanted to be a mermaid. I wanted to, I always say I wanted to be a writer, a teacher, a mother, a princess, and a mermaid. And I've achieved most of those but not the ones you would think. (laughs) So I have a question about the mermaid. What Uh do you mean by a mermaid? Okay. So as a little girl, I dreamt of obviously being a real mermaid with a tail. That's what I dream of. And as a grown up, once I started in this business, I thought, you know, I bet living in California that there is somebody out there that could transform me into a mermaid. I bet there is. So I started searching for mermaid photographers on Google and I found one in Southern California and she makes the most amazing tales. And all you do is like bring yourself. And of course I have my, my pink hair and my little 
decorations and everything. And I, I did it as a present to myself. It was one of my birthday presents. And we went out to the beach and she gets you in the tail and it's so hard to walk. Like it's, it's almost impossible. You're like shimmying down to the sand. <laughs> it's quite a spectacle. It's very easy to fall. <laughs> and she sets you up, puts the fin on, wraps the tail around the edges of it. Cause she's very smart the way she designed it. And then she takes your picture. And while we were taking the pictures, I had brought a book for her, um, my little seahorse book for her son. And I was going to give it to her. And she goes, can you just hold it in the picture? I don't know if you can see it in the background here, the final picture. Oh, yeah. My banner. Um, And I was like, well, I feel really cheesy holding my book. This is just for me. And she's like, no, just do it. And when I got the pictures back, I was like, you know, I need to share this with my fans because this is really magical. And this is a huge, it's like one of the best days of my life. And I've done some amazing things. Like, I'm very blessed, but it's still in the top five. So I decided to share that picture. And then when I do events for, um, for younger kids, a lot of times I will dress as a unicorn or sometimes a mermaid a corn, <laughs> which is my favorite. So, yeah. So it just brings, it makes it more magical. And I think um, so many of us, like we, we grow up wanting to do something and people tell us it's not possible. And I just want everyone to feel, uh, no matter what age they are, like I have a lot of adult fans, um, that everything is possible. It's just a matter of finding the right, the right way and the right time. Yeah, I agree. That's really cool. Because I know that I've certainly been told one, at least once in my life that you can't do that, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I can. And <laughs> That's right. And it's like, you can bring in, you can be a mermaid, you can be a unicorn, you can be a mermaid acorn. Yes. It's like, you, as long as you're coming from your heart, you can be playful, you can have fun with it, and still make it a business. That's right. And I think that's really cool. Thank and you. I know how you feel with the, I used to have a mermaid tail, and I made the mis- I've made the mistake of putting it on when I was by the gate. Yeah, no, yeah. And so I was like <laughs> it's scooting. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard. It's hard. It's hard to swim in it too. It's a very good workout. It's like yeah. you realize the next day the muscles that you don't normally use because you feel all of them, they're screaming yeah. at you. <laughs> yep. Um, it's fun. I'm actually doing swim practice and stuff. And so I get a bunch of our workouts and stuff and we do planks and all that, but the fins are kind of like wearing a mermaid tail Yeah, because they, they like make you sink, but then they make you go fast mm-hmm. and they're really hard to walk in. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest parts is I always have this image of me and, and my head is like me just like flopping around and like my fins <laughs> are like my mermaid tail because yeah. they make weird noises. <laughs> it's always like, it reminds me of like those funny pictures you'll see of people like their scuba gear on and their fins on and it, that's what I imagine myself. Yeah, yeah. That's what I look like. It's really funny. (laughs) So what is 
your favorite book that you've written so far? That I've written? Um, I would say, I'd say it's probably The Little Unicorn, which is this one. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why, besides the fact that it has unicorns and fairies in it, is because I've had a dream of writing that book for maybe four or five years. Wow. And I kept starting it, and it it just wasn't quite right. It didn't feel right. It wasn't the story that I wanted to tell, but I couldn't, couldn't quite get it there. So I put it on hold and I didn't know for sure if I would ever pick it up again, but I had to tell my fans because I had, I had promised a little girl um, who had written to me that I would write this book. And then when I decided to put it on hold to do other projects, I had to send her a note and tell her. And I was so like, I felt so bad about doing that. But then fast forward a few years and I've had a few more books come out and then I meet my husband and one day I was telling him, you know, I have this little project that I've been working on and it's my biggest um, regret as a business owner that I was never, never able to finish bringing it to life. And he's like, well, do you still have it? And I was like, yeah, but I don't love it and I only want to release things I really love. And he's like, well, why don't you just rewrite it? Why don't you just put time on the calendar and do it? And I was like, yeah, why don't I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what really cool. I resurrected it and it actually is nothing like the original one um okay. it's about a unicorn that loses her sparkle and goes on a faraway journey to find it only to discover that their sparkle comes from within so it's um i think a really important reminder in this, the circumstances of our world like we were talking about before about creating your own destiny and your own environment mm-hmm. that supports you and Believing in yourself, like like you and your superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and I think that's a very important message to teach kids and adults because some kids they grow up and they realize, wait a second, I don't really have any confidence. Yeah, and I think it's such a powerful message because there are kids that f- forget to be confident. And then they take that and they think that they do lose their sparkle. Yeah. And they think that they are a weed. And when they can really just look within and go, wait, if I come from my heart and I listen to who I am and shut out all the noises that everyone else is telling me, you can't be this, you have to do this, it, they can just go, I am the sparkle. I am the flower. Yes. And I think, and I think that's really important for everyone to learn because, yeah. And because I know it took me a while to learn this. I'm still learning it, sweetheart. Like, <laughs> it's hard to overcome the programming, but it's so it worth it, you know? And, and in the story, when she begins to doubt herself, the environment around her changes. It goes from being like this very colorful, magical place to being this very like drab and like gray and just even she loses the colors from her mane and tail. And it's not until a friend like reminds her that friendship is the true magic that they have together. Yeah. That she actually like, is like, you're right. I have everything I need. And then the world looks better again. And I think that's what happens is we color, our perception is never um, objective, right? It's always colored by our own experiences. 
So if you think the world is magical and full of possibilities, you're going to get up and approach the day and the world very differently than someone yeah. who thinks that they're limited. So, um, so yeah, so it's been my favorite and, and also inspired by my husband. I dedicated it to him because it truly would not have existed if it weren't for me falling in love with him. So I get a little emotional about it. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Yeah. That is. So we really fast get to do a fast round of Super Neva questions. Ooh. So I'll ask you questions as fast as I can, and you'll answer them as fast as you can. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. What's your favorite color? Yellow. What's your favorite animal? Dolphin. If you could live in a hot tub full of hot fudge, or, and it's, you have to live there for the rest of your life, and it's like a regular size hot tub, or a deep pool full of marshmallows this big, I would choose the marshmallows because I could carve stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love marshmallows. I'm going to go with the marshmallows. I just be licking them all the time. <laughs> I would choose the hot fudge, but we live in Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boiling. You turn into fondue. <laughs> Not in this weather, but in summer, I would have melted. <laughs> would you rather have a pet dragon or a pet unicorn? A unicorn. I'd rather have both. <laughs> Would you rather ha have the superpower to fly or be invisible? Fly. I would agree with that. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could be an elf or a fairy, which would you be? Fairy? She has wings. <laughs> but an elf, you're super. Well, with a fairy, you can also get in places. Mm -hmm. She's small. Would you rather be, like, this big of a fairy or, like, this big? Slightly bigger, yes. I, I would rather be that big. Well, I don't want to get shuffled into, like, lost in people's shoes or anything, you know. Like, yeah. I need to be a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. A little bit bigger would be fine. <laughs> so... Now we sadly have to wrap up. No. no. Wish we could <laughs> talk for days, but sadly we cannot. So can you remind people where they can go to find out more about you? Sure. If you go to Twitter or Instagram, it's at Sherry underscore Fink or Whimsical World Books. And on Facebook, it's Sherry Fink Fan or Whimsical World Books. And the websites are whimsicalworldbooks.com and sherryfink.com. Awesome. And again, definitely go check her out because she is amazing and Derek is amazing. So will you please join me in the sign-off? Yes. Okay. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers and... Together, we can, we can change the world. We can change the world. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you. I had so much fun. I'm really proud of you and all that you're doing. You're very inspiring. I can't wait to see when the interview airs. Yeah, I'm so excited for people to see this. Aw, thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks Bye. Thanks, you too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Today.